the news throughout the week, it just continues. It just, it just keeps growing its intensity. Uh, everyone knows that, but that doesn't really help us much because we don't really know what's going to happen next, but nobody does. Uh, we're talking about Hezbollah up north in Lebanon, whether they decide to do a heavy strike against Israel. Uh, we don't know. Uh, we don't really know much more coming out of the West Bank. Uh, there is some news that I'm going to share with you here in a minute that will kind of lead us to, uh, to uh, other scripture that we can compare, or I should say to scripture. Um, can I, I'm going to use my scribbly notes. Okay, before we get started, folks, greetings to all of you. Welcome all of you here. My name's Ross. I call it new news, and not any news, but as news pertains to Bible prophecy of end times. So we're studying eschatology together, and um, uh, this is what we're coming up with. A very select group of people, so we're definitely in the minority. That's for sure. Let me go on with my scribbly notes. I want to get started. We're going to go into the news that it is it pertains to Bible prophecy of end times through the lens of Scripture. Let's get started here with this. There we go. My scribbly notes. Be patient with me, folks. My printing is horrible. This must stop, and it will. I'm talking about the war in Gaza. It's going to come to an end, and it looks like sooner than later. That's the only comment I really have about that. We know it's going to come to an end. Ramadan, we should keep that in mind. It's one of the um, celebrated holy days of the, um, the Muslim world, and um, we know that one of their mosques, which they like to visit, is there in Jerusalem. And that can cause a problem as it has in the past, but being as tensions are so high, would it cause a bigger problem? Uh, this particular time around. Can that be a time that that something big might happen? I don't know. Can't tell you I don't know, but nobody does. We'll just have to wait and see, but that's only a week away. Uh, let's come on down to my scribbly notes here. Gaza aid stampede. Uh, this uh, I, I just took notes down here. You can read them if you want. It doesn't really matter. I question where did all the guns come from? Where did all these people come from? Because this shipment was supposedly supposed to be up north, which is supposed to be totally under control of Israel and the only thought that I have within the Gaza Strip right here and those people that are in it are the ones that are just left there that are not Hamas combatants so we'll just I, I don't know how that really took place but there's so many of them they this convoy of trucks came in uh, they all gathered around the trucks and apparently people got stamped to death and on top of that maybe have been run over by the trucks and what that did is that put Israel trying to defend itself again in the news a propaganda thing and uh, there's some saying by throughout the week pressure is building against Israel to do something sooner than later let's get on into it it's a little bit more here <clears throat> are the hostages alive is a big question of Israel and Hamas will not answer them but Israel has said there won't be any truce or ceasefire until we find out if we're talking about dead or alive hostages. Uh, Hamas has responded to that and says if you want that information it's going to cost you. What that meant I don't know. It didn't go into much detail. <clears throat> truce is on hold and uh, no one knows. The ceasefire, the truce, and to be I'm just going to be straight point blank honest with everyone. Let's quit kidding ourselves. Until we get further notice, nobody knows anything about any type of a ceasefire, a truce, a hostage swap for prisoners. We don't know nothing. And that's just the fact right now. And it doesn't look like anybody's going to know. So what is going to bring the war to the end? 
Remember, I started out with the war is going to stop. There's no doubt about it. We don't have exact, but we do have the ability to be able to reason. Let's get into it here a little bit more. Uh, one of the reasons why, <clears throat> okay, but the truth just, I'm not even going to get into it because of the fact no one knows. No one does. Finding the hostages or sin war, that can definitely bring the war to an end, wouldn't it? Um, so, again, here I have my notes. Watch, you know, the time of Ramadan. <clears throat> what they're going to do, that's kind of very interesting. Uh, so, truce or ceasefire, which we just got done talking about, could bring the war to an end. Israel wins, that can bring the war to an end. Uh, Sinwar and the hostages are found. Or what could bring the war to an end, God steps in. That's just by reason. Now, we don't know, you know, what and when this is going to happen. But I find it very interesting because we don't know the day nor the hour also. We can say that about our Lord Jesus appearing in the clouds and calling the church home. I want to get on to the bottom on here. So politically, uh, I don't get into politics. I don't do politics here, but I'm going to do some comparison and um, please don't don't turn the site into a into a political thing. So, um, Gantz versus Netanyahu. Okay, let's get into that a little bit. <clears throat> this is the main gist of the video, and um, because I want you to understand something here that just makes a lot of sense. If you're ready here, let's go. All right, let's start right here. I'm going to have to explain something here. Benny Gantz, Gantz, to the left. He is part of the <clears throat> National Unity Party. Gantz, left, National Unity Party. <clears throat> Netanyahu is to the right, and he's the Likud Party. All right, let's, let's put this into perspective so we can all understand this. <clears throat> all right, to get a clear picture of this, Biden, President Biden here in the United States and his administration is extremely to the left. There's socialism, communism, uh, authoritarian. Um, they want complete control over the people, and that's obvious. That's where America's going. I'm, I'm not going to get into politics. Please, I'm using this as an example. That's Gantz in Israel. He is to the left. They were the National Unity Party was in control of the Knesset at one time. And then elections were held and put Netanyahu in charge. When Benny Gantz and the National Unity Party was in control, Biden loved Israel. The Biden administration just spoke of nothing but good. Because you see, Israel was changing to the left, just like everyone else. Well, when Netanyahu got into office, if you remember, it was months before um, Biden even called Netanyahu to graduate him on his win of the control of the Knesset. So Netanyahu now, to put him into perspective, he would be what past President Trump was. Remember, Trump loved Israel when Netanyahu was in control. So if you're catching on to what I'm saying here, just so you can get the picture of all of this is that Netanyahu, in charge right now, is much to the right as President Trump is and was 
as president before. Gantz is much to the left is what it is that Biden administration is today. Okay, if you get that comparison, that is very accurate, uh, a little bit broad in census <clears throat> to put it all together, but let's get into the news now and what has taken place, and I'm going to give you my take on it. Okay, so right here, this is out of the Times of Israel. Uh, this was yesterday. It says right here, um, let's see, Gantz set to travel to the United States on trip not coordinated with Netanyahu, who is said to be fuming. Uh, the war cabinet, it's, it's, you know, Benny Gantz now in their national unity party um, teamed up with the Likud party because of the war. And they built what they call a war cabinet. So they have both sides determining what the final outcome is going to be. But then again, the prime minister has the final say, which is Netanyahu. All right, so uh, head of the National Unity Party is set to travel to Washington on Sunday on a trip that was not previously coordinated with Netanyahu. Uh, let's see, the upcoming trip has created tension between Gantz and Netanyahu. <clears throat> I'm hoping you're seeing the division here because that's where we're going with this. Whose associate... Um, Associates were cited by Hebrew media as saying that the premier has made it clear to the minister Gantz that the state of Israel only has one prime minister. They're having to explain this now. That's not good. <clears throat> they said the trip was organized without the approval of Netanyahu. Uh, and every minister it was to clear travel in advance with and they didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm just, the seriousness of this division here, folks, is something to take into consideration uh, within the news. Uh, Gantz is expected to travel to London from Washington, so he's going to go to Washington first and over to London. And what's he going to do over there, folks? Uh, his visit comes under the Biden administration has grown. His visit comes as the Biden administration has grown increasingly frustrated with Netanyahu. They just won't listen. Netanyahu will not listen to the Biden administration. Biden administration wants to take Israel extremely to the left. Give in to whatever it is to bring peace around there. Give in to Hamas. We'll help you release the hostages is what they're saying. But you must end the war because of the humanity crisis, such as it was for the Gaza um, stampede that they had. Uh, let's see, frustrated with Netanyahu and his government, and then Biden right here said earlier this week that Israel was going to have, was, Israel was going to lose international support if it maintains its incredibly conservative government. So this would be equivalent to the hatred coming out of the Biden administration for Netanyahu as the Biden administration has for Trump. Now you've got the two. This tells me one thing that's really important. Israel is divided. Well, there's a lot of support for Benny Gantz, a lot of support for Netanyahu, but they're not getting together. Let's dig into our past history. Israel at one time was divided. There was a north and a south. God ended up evacuating them as you can no longer be in your land. God made it very clear that any nation divided cannot stand. It has to be unified. It has to come together. Israel's divided, folks. All right. Well, where did we talk about that before? 
Okay, let's go right here to this. Let me bring it up. <clears throat> Zechariah, which we went into in quite a bit of detail, even in the last couple of videos. It says right here, Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about. <clears throat> when they shall be in siege both against Judah and against Israel. Now, I skimmed over this before in my past videos when I talked about this. I said, just call this Israel. But now you can see how this is so very important because God sees Israel divided. That's their Judah against Jerusalem. Israel's divided. So here we are. Right now, today, Israel's in the process of being shown how divided they really are. And in that day, I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all the people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut into pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. All right, let's just wrap this thing up here, folks, that if you didn't catch on, let me just kind of bring it all together. The news out there as it continues is just exactly that. It just continues, but it's amplifying. It's getting worse against Israel, for Israel's ending up having to go on the defensive. Okay, it's on the offense in the war, but the propaganda coming out of, and not and in, in its own country of its own people, and the division that it's causing, was seen in scripture. Zechariah wrote about it. And there will be coming a time in Micah 1.3, that God comes out of his place and steps in. And here it is in Zechariah where I showed you that God is going to do something here to cut all those nations that are coming up against Israel. It seems like Israel's almost the very last standing of the governments throughout the world that have some sort of a democracy for the people, by the people. And it's not exactly like that, but I think you understand where I'm going with this. So we're going to have to still wait and see. It's patience required, my friends. So we'll keep an eye then on Israel. We see clearly now a division. We see clearly in Scripture where it is shown. It won't be, I don't believe, much longer and somehow this war as I first started out the video, will come to an end. And when it does, I think that's the moment that we'll be looking for. How it ends, we don't know. It's just everything is set up, foretold in Scripture, from Asaph in Psalm 83 to an action of God, to Paul, 1 Thessalonians 5, 3. When they say peace and safety, then the sudden destruction, there's a sudden destruction which is also seen again, Psalm 83, that action of God, which Israel is described by Asaph in Psalm 83. What is taking place, and Zechariah backs that up with more detail, and the action of God and what he's going to do. That should really tell you something. It does me. When this was kind of given to me to understand yesterday, it kind of hit and clicked into my head. I get what's going on. God seems to be quite angry with Israel when they divide themselves. And guess what they're doing? They're dividing themselves. Until next Sunday, folks, I hope this was helpful. I hope this brings you around to having a little bit of comfort knowing 
that we really are on a track. And this track that we're on is not ours. It's laid out by God. And that's what's going on in Israel. I'll keep an eye on it. Anything else pops up, I'll definitely let you folks know. I just wanted to bring this to you to let you know, to give you that comfort and hopefully some peace, knowing that it won't be long, I believe, won't be long at all, before Heavenly Father says, the church is not needed through any of this, and I need to deal with my Jewish people. And that is Daniel 9, the last seven years. Daniel 9:27, the last seven years, God is going to deal with his people. There's no need for the church to be there. As a matter of fact, it would be in danger. So those that are alive will be harpazoed up and off this earth. And just prior to that, the rapture for those that are dead shall rise. And those that are alive shall join them together in the air. That's not very far away. Until next Sunday, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your replies too.